Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, T. And we're going to be talking about episode 220 today, titled Like a Harlot, which I believe is supposed to be a play on words like like a virgin, mm-hmm. right? Okay. That, that, it took me a minute. Like, yeah. I had to like stare at it for a while and then I was like, oh, I think I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Amazon Prime spoilie is... Mary and Lucy get them set themselves up for disastrous dates, and Eric unwittingly fixes his son up with the quote unquote senior slut. Oh, whoa, <laughs> whoa! Oh yeah, they went there, folks. The senior slut. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah, they're Don't not. Hold back. They are not holding back on this one. It's okay. I'm not not to show my cards too soon. Okay, but. I didn't hate this episode. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah. And I mean, of course, we'll get into it and everything, okay. but just sort of like broad stroke impressions. Mm-hmm. Like, this wasn't the weakest episode of the season by yeah. any means. You know what I mean? Um, I do want to say, though, just as like the entry point, I guess, to our conversation about this episode, Seventh Heaven generally is sort of a sex negative show right yes in the sense that it's not sex positive yeah (laughs) like whatever the opposite of that is Mm -hmm. right like I'm not making that up or reading that incorrectly like I don't no I mean I agree with you um they're showing you a a healthy sexual relationship between men and women when they are married Mm. but when it comes to when the kids are talking about sex mm-hmm. or if they're learning or um or if they're interested it's um it's kind of like just trying to steer them away from it or just or they don't like the conversation they don't even want to think about it or they don't have those urges you or, mean the kids don't have those urges i feel like it's trying to tell you to not have those urges right yeah. that's the best way to put it yeah um or that even sex is bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's bad. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. It, like, yeah. in the sense of, like, don't do it. Yeah. You know, like, not like, not like the act of sex is bad, but just like. Don't do it. It's like, yeah, it's just like off the table completely. We've had two teen pregnancies. We have. Yeah, I forgot about we, Renee mm-hmm. in season one. And And mind you, at the end of season one, there was. You know, Wilson comes in at the end of season one. So we already have two teen pregnancies. Mm -hmm. So one of which you can argue like had a relatively happy ending. Both of them would have uh, would have had happy endings. Um, Renee, you know, things worked out for her in the end. Yeah. Like she reconciled with her family and all that. Yeah. But she's still a single mother raising her kid alone. Oh, no. no, Wait. No. Yeah. Yeah. She reconciled with the dude. Um, And when it comes to Wilson he was in love with the girl and he wanted to be with her did marry her did marry her although you could argue that that was like shotgun wedding style like, for sure yeah but i mean there was love there it's not like he found out she was pregnant yeah 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 and bounced. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah there was totally. none of that he was there totally. he was present and, and he's certainly a very present and good and decent yeah. father now mm-hmm. given his current cir- circumstance and situation Dude, when i come to realize it now you know, the baby's mother, I've never... Have we seen her parents? Whose? Wilson's. 
No. Oh, you mean like the grandparents? Yeah. No. Right? No. Mary mentions them in that episode where he wants her to babysit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why can't her, why can't your, you know, the mom's yeah. parents do it? And he says something like they're out of town yeah, or some, something, you know, like well, some whatever like that. Uh, but yeah, All no, we we've Wilson never met. And, and Billy. Yeah. And we, oh, exactly. We've never seen Wilson's parents either. Yeah. You know? okay. But I don't think, I don't think that's that big a deal. It's not, but I, um, I guess you, like we just, well, we never see or look into Wilson's life in detail. Not really true it's just of what he says yeah and you go by that yeah i mean exactly and like the only real context for his life that we have is his son yeah essentially so yeah your point there um yeah so (laughs) let's get into it i guess (laughs) um basically it's prom season Mm -hmm. i have to talk about this because this bugged me when I realized it, like after the cold open was over and the credits were rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, I started thinking like, okay, Matt brings everybody home yeah. every day, right? Like mm-hmm. they all get picked up in whatever order makes sense of the yeah. route and all that shit. And then they come home together. Mm-hmm. So why are the kids staggering their entrances into the house? Did you notice that? Yeah. It bugged the shit out of me once mm-hmm. I noticed it. I was like, why is Simon and Kate Kyle like coming in from and- the front? Wait, yeah. did they come from the back? No, door? yeah, they know they came through the front because they came through that yeah. little hallway area that leads into the kitchen. Yeah, and then and then Mary and Lucy come in from the side door that's in the, the kitchen. K- yeah, and then like ten minutes later, Matt walks in. Like, yeah. like didn't you all just arrive in the same car? Like, what are you doing outside for an extended period of time? Great writing. <laughs> like these little details that, mm-hmm. like, again, I don't really even think. I should be dwelling on them. Like it's not even a problem really, but it's just like when you notice them, you can't help but yeah. think about how ridiculous it is, you know? <laughs> it is though. It is. Oh my gosh. Um anyway, so Simon and his friend Kyle come in and they're all like weird and edgy mm-hmm. and you know, they're like being sort of skittish you know and like not answering questions and like kyle's like are you sure it's okay that i'm here even though you didn't know i was coming and da da da. yeah so immediately i was like what are these two fools up to (laughs) you know (laughs) and you know what and when anytime simon's involved like it's either really like noble intentions like we saw with gang friend Mm -hmm. guy or he like he's up like he has some scheme or whatever going on so it's like what you know like in a million years i wouldn't have guessed that they saw the video yeah. you know <laughs> but that was funny that was funny and i think we talked about it on a previous episode um in relation to the chicken pox mm-hmm. and how i missed that week in school because i had the chicken pox oh. but i wanted to talk because you were there for that right that yeah. week did you see, was it monkeys and sh- like shit mating in that video? Like, what did you see? Do you know, I can't remember <laughs> because I was trying to, I was thinking about it. Did, what did I watch? <laughs> what did I watch? I can't remember. I, um, I feel like we've seen a number of videos and now they're all like jumbled up together in my mind and mm. I don't know which one was first or if it was like maybe they one showed thing. M- multiple videos during that week at school or or you've just in your life seen multiple videos. I, no, but I know that I know that in school we've we've watched 
multiple videos. I oh. just can't remember which one was first or if I'm mixing them up. Like never on my own. What what particulars are you th- are you remembering? I remember we did watch someone giving birth. Ugh, what? Yeah. You don't remember I don't this? remember that. I think I would remember seeing that. I remember seeing that and I remember like the you see the baby coming out. Oh my like, god. Like that's the footage. Just quick side note, um April the giraffe had her yeah. baby like over the weekend or whatever mm-hmm. as of this record and I I I was just like scrolling through Twitter and somebody had posted like the video of that. Yeah. And you know, I mean like on Twitter when you're scrolling, like the videos like automatically play as they yeah. come up or whatever. I think that's a setting I can change, but regardless. <laughs> so I was like scrolling and this video came up and it was the moment that this giraffe is exiting this <laughs> other giraffe. And like, let me tell you something. You cannot unsee that. Mm. Like that is something you cannot unsee. <laughs> <laughs> like this fully formed giraffe, long neck and all. I mean, it's not big, obviously, yeah. but it's, it looks like a fucking giraffe yep. came out of another giraffe's hole. Yep. And you're just like, holy crap. So I can only imagine how much grosser that is when it's people. <laughs> I, I, I think I might, uh, I might be wrong, but I believe this, that video was mm-hmm. freshman year. Okay. I, so, I mean, I would have been there for that. I know. But I don't remember that at all. I remember because I remember. Was it every- like in biology class? For sure. For Eesh. sure. Okay. And I remember all the guys in class saying, "Oh no, oh no," <laughs> and then they're just, and they're like, "Huh?" Like you hear. All, oh yeah. Even the girls were like, "I can't look. I can't look." Jesus, that's like a horror movie. What are they doing showing I don't that? Know, but I remember seeing that video, and then another one. But sorry, really quickly before you move on, like, was it in the context of sex ed, or was it like the biology of the birth? This is the thing I can't remember. <laughs> Fair enough. I just know I. I mean, that image is there, and I yeah, can't yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair it. enough. Yeah. Um, the other video, I'm forgetting her name, but she's all about abstinence. Oh, I, she, I'm forgetting her name, but she's people. really famous. Betsy DeVos now. Okay. <laughs> she's, she had this, um, like even Jamie Oliver, like totally has brought her up um, in his. John sec- Oliver? Oh, I said Jamie, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. John Oliver. When Who's he, Jamie Oliver? Yeah, I don't know where that's. It's like from. Grandpa Pete Charles. <laughs> Shut up. Anyways, so he, um, he, he made his own version of like a sex ed video in this mm-hmm. one episode that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's showing you all the other, all sex ed videos that, should probably just be burned. Jeez, okay. Because uh, the scenarios and the, sh- the the language and God, everybody with their acne, it's just like... Ugh. Well, know. or the one that Simon describes, yeah. to bring it back, like, it's barely a sex ed video. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's vague about it, but yeah. it sounds like they just showed, like, primates yeah. mating rituals, which is, like, not helpful or useful in any context like what's that supposed to do for an 11 year old kid you know what I mean do you do you ever remember people um saying um but they love each other do you remember that yeah that's from a fucking video oh it's that chick that was giving like don't have sex you can get this you can get that if you have sex premarital sex oh shit okay shit and then she's like Oh, but we love each other. And then she's like, no. <laughs> oh, no. I see. She was like doing a voice. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I get and, it. And that, I remember everybody would say that after that video. And 
randomly that's so they don't funny. realize what they're saying it from now which oh I my find gosh but yeah it's from that video huh how funny so i don't know if you because here's there. the no that's the thing is like from what you're describing it sounds like i would have seen one of these videos at least but like I can't remember ever going through any of that kind of stuff in school ever. But they totally separated us. Yeah, that was the that was in the sixth grade one yeah. that I for sure missed. Yeah, like I know I missed us. that yeah. that one. But what? So what did they show in that one? Monkey fucking or like mm-hmm. or like eggs and penises and I mean, what did they show? <laughs> eggs and penises. Like that's the correlation, I really, know, right? Jay? Okay. Well, you know. Um, menstruation getting your period what happens oh, okay you know, that process so like then, puberty okay yeah right. they go through puberty but i remember a sex ed video i just don't know the details yeah but i yeah yeah well first of all i mean and at that point it's like you know half the girls had just hit it mm-hmm. and the other half didn't. Was like had no clue They're yeah like, the fuck is this shit yeah yeah <laughs> A pad? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Have to wear a diaper? Yeah, Sorry. let alone a tampon, I guess. <laughs> Guys, this is the conversation TMI. Um, no, so I guess, I mean, we could write a book on the horrible ways in which our tiny little private school, like, handled yeah. any number of those types of things, I guess. Like, like separating girls and boys, like... What does that even have to do with I, anything? I don't think they do that anymore. I no, think. I don't think they can. Yeah. And I don't think they should have even Done for that. us. Because yeah. I think, I mean, if we were like a public school, I don't think we would have been separated. I've, You know, I've asked a lot of kids younger than me, like family relatives, like mm-hmm. if they've had that video. And I always ask them, were you guys together with like as a whole? Like, yeah. Class? And they said, yeah, some of them said that it totally changed. Girls and guys didn't communicate for a while. Oh. Like there, something shifted is mm-hmm. what they said. But my favorite was um, family friend of ours that lives up in Walnut Creek. Mm-hmm. He said, "No, man." He goes, "If anything, we just loved each other more." <laughs> I was like, that, "Okay, that's a good class." Like the, they just didn't give a shit. All right, you're gonna have your period one day. I'm gonna go through this. <laughs> like, it was yeah, just, it was cute. Yeah, I think. But that's the only. That's the only, um, I guess you can say, good outcome I've ever heard. <laughs> well, because, and I also think it's all about timing too, right? Yeah. Like, you think, like, just to put a arbitrary sort of line in the sand, right? Like, elementary school kids, for example, yeah. right? Like, you know, they're they're young, they're playing with each other. There's, like, no, like, sense of, like, I'm a girl and you're a boy. Yeah. There is in the sense of, like, oh, girls have cooties or boys yes. have, or whatever, like, that kind of thing. But there's no, like like sexuality Mm -hmm. or even like gender necessarily tied to that until you see that video and then and then then that line is like clearly drawn amongst just your peers or whatever Mm -hmm. and so I think in a class where it's not really like an issue like everyone's like still as tight as they were before the video you know like I think that just speaks to like the maturity level yeah. of the people in that class, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't know. But I, know. I, I find... But it's hard. But when they talk about, like, why did I have to see the boy monkey go after the girl monkey? I already know how everything works. Like, he's just like, some things just need to be unseen. I or, know. Like, shouldn't be seen. And he's right, though. Yeah. Like, I feel for Simon because it sounds like what they made, the, the, like, this these kids watch 
was just like a purely sort of like functional like this is what sex looks like Mm. like thing which 11 year olds don't need to see that you know Mm. what I'm saying like if you're gonna show that save it for like your high school seniors that are going to prom next week and are definitely thinking about fucking yeah you know what I'm saying like 11 year olds don't need to see monkeys having sex they just need to understand like okay, this is what puberty is. This is the implications of like, you know, there's an egg and there's a sperm and whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Didn't Simon say it's like National Geographic, but with attitude? Did he? I think he said something like that. Something like that. Yeah, that does sound familiar. With attitude. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like one of the girls said that. Mm. Like in in the context of like what he saw maybe i uh, who cares yeah i just can't remember the details now but uh but yeah so poor simon is like dealing with that and then like his friend kyle is like is like leering at mary and lucy and stuff yeah, dude. because you know now like sex is on their brain and you yeah. know like boys will be boys kind of thing or whatever and um like it's just funny like and then like and then he tries to like talk to simon about like his foxy sisters and simon's like you can go ahead and never call my sisters foxy ever again yeah (laughs) like about no and then you hear ruthie (laughs) saying i wouldn't mind being called a fox (laughs) she's so cute let's get passing with her snappy oh let's get into that whole business snappy because ruthie is truly the brat of the show now yeah she is like we I mean I, I know we said that in a previous episode it's like dude that is all she is now yeah. she's just a whiny little brat mm-hmm. who if she doesn't get her way like loses her shit and like throws a tantrum Pretty much. and it's so like unfortunate to see that because she was like really insightful and funny and sweet and mm-hmm. cute when we first met her in season one yeah. And it's just like, where did that little girl go? Like, what changed? You went to school and met some kids your age, and all of a sudden you're like this terror? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, definitely a brat. Yeah. Nothing. So she wants to go to the snappy show, which, once again, the economics of Glen Oak are called into question. Because yeah. is Glen Oak big enough of a town to draw a huge snappy show Yeah, that, like, is all sold out and, like, everyone's going to it? Seriously. It's so ridiculous. It's like Barney on steroids. I mean, yeah, it's totally like a Barney ripoff or yeah. whatever. Um, which, is Barney a girl? Have we talked about this before? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute that you just did that. Uh, you know, I just heard his voice in my head. I was never a Barney watcher, but it was one of those things that like, it was on someone's TV. You just it's probably mine. I was a huge Barney watcher. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was a total Barney head. I even, I think, went to like a Barney show, like similar no to the snappy show that Lucy wants to go to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was me and my little cousin. Um, we were like real into Barney. Hmm. And we, I had like, I had all the tapes. I like, when I was like, you know, young, like little and like, I would wake up before my parents and like have to like fend for myself kind of thing. Like I knew all my tapes, like I would put them into the vcr and just like plop myself in front of the tv and like watch barney until my parents woke up like that was the thing that was your saturday morning yeah my saturday (laughs) my friday my whatever the hell day i miss saturdays with cartoons and cereal really i mean you know just a little bit i don't think i was ever like a saturday morning cartoon person 
I definitely had my tapes. Like I had my Barney tapes and I had my Raffi tapes and mm-hmm. I had my, um, there was this really cool tape that I had that was like, um, like a sing-along thing where there was like this guy in like a planet suit. Like he would, he was wearing this like big, like globe okay. suit, you know? And there was like all these little kids that were like multi-ethnic. So you had like a British guy and like, like this chick that, just was basically just wearing like like a beret and a striped shirt and she was supposed to be like France or whatever and then you had like this black girl who was like representing um like the Bahamas or whatever like some tropical I don't want to seem racist but that area you know okay um and then there was um an Australian kid and just like these like multi sort of racial situate like kids happening and then they were like in a classroom so they're all like bored and like daydreaming and stuff and then in their daydream this planet guy comes to them and like takes them on this tour of the world to these various countries that they represent and like they sing like a song oh. <laughs> that's like representative of that culture or that of that country or whatever <laughs> this is so bad that I'm describing it Are you but kidding? that was one of my absolute favorite tapes I can't remember I think it was called like kids sing along or um something like that but i can't remember like the app you know like the name of it but it was like one in a series of these like tapes that this company made or whatever but this is the only one i had that i loved and so you had like you know like the uh one banana two like you know like the banana ah, song yeah. or whatever and then they had like um Frere Jaca, like mm. in France, and then London Bridge is falling down. And then in Scotland, they had this like Welsh dancing thing with like with like the swords on the floor, you know. And then um, oh, and then in Japan, there was like this fan dance or okay. whatever. I mean, it was like it was the best thing ever. I, <laughs> and wow. I I wore that tape down to like the last. And then and then I tried to like watch it like not recently maybe like 15 years ago I, I we still had a vcr player mm. so i was like let me watch this you know yeah. popped it in and my stupid siblings had taped over it <gasps> with like brother bear or whatever the fuck stupid cartoon there no. was back then i was so devastated so i immediately checked on amazon and i found a dvd of it no for way. like five dollars <laughs> And fuck if I didn't buy that DVD. No way. <laughs> and I still have it. It's in my collection as we speak. It is the best. Like, I love it. I'm going to watch it tonight. I want to watch this. <laughs> it's too cute. What were we talking about? Oh, Ruthie's bratty. <laughs> yeah, Ruthie being bratty and her snappy reminding us of a ripoff of... Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, she wants to go to this concert. Of course, Annie's, like, on the case. She immediately tries to call and get tickets. They're sold out. She tells Ruthie as much. Ruthie's, like, throwing a tantrum, acting like a brat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because then- she made lasagna for her. She goes, I'm too depressed to eat. Yeah. Like, do you even know what depressed means? Yeah, it means no snappy tickets. Like, ugh. Where does she get these behaviors from? That's what's bugging me. Yeah. Like, they seem to have come out of nowhere. Like, this is not who she is. Forget, not you only know. this is not who she is, I don't, ha- have any of them been this bratty? Like Lucy. Well, oh yeah, I forget Lucy. She's totally becoming a Lucy. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. She's, but worse because Lucy was like, she's like a she emotion- wasn't bratty. Yeah, she was she- more just like, like she wore her emotions at the surface. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like emotionally needy and kind of bratty in that sense. 
Yeah. If you, yeah, if bratty d- means like. Just she would like, throw a temper tantrum. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. But she, but it was never coming from a place of like, like, oh, I hate you. Yeah. Like, yeah, blah, blah. that's what Ruthie's coming from. Mm-hmm. Or that's where Ruthie's tantrums are coming from, you know? And it's like, ugh. But, ugh. But then, of course, Eric, because he knows everyone, re- realizes that he knows Snappy. Yeah. And long story short, gets the tickets. They go see the show. They go backstage. Excuse me. They go backstage. And when they come home, Ruthie is all up in arms because she found out that Snappy's like a person yeah. in a costume <laughs> and not just an actual stuffed dinosaur yeah. that walks and talks of its own volition. Seriously. <laughs> and like to Eric's like defense or whatever, it's like he's like, I thought you knew, honey. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. I know. And then she's like, you're going to what's next? Santa's not real and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, wait, wait what? No, she takes it further. She doesn't believe in God anymore, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is quite the leap, I must say, mm. like the leap from Snappy's not real. Is Santa not real? The Easter Bunny is God not real? Yeah. <laughs> like, how'd you get there, kid? You know, like, that's that's quite the intellectual leap yeah. for a kid to make in terms of, like, what's not real, yeah. you know? Mind you, she's six. Yeah, you know? And this is, and she's six, and she's grown up in a household that's very much God-fearing and, like, practices religion yeah. and, like, believes in God, <laughs> like, you know? Like, it's one thing if you live in a house where no one's talking about God all day, but these yeah. people are definitely talking about God all day, you know? I don't know if you and I have ever had this conversation, but, like, did you believe in Santa when you were a kid? Totally. Really? I believed in Santa until I was eight, maybe nine. Oh. And even then, I I never stopped. Like, you know, the only reason I even found out about Santa is because some kid at school, like, kind of blurted it out. Mm. Like, not even to me, but just, like, out loud, you know? Yeah. And then I heard it. And then I went home, and I was like, and I told my mom what I heard. And she's like, well. <laughs> oh. But, but to my parents' credit, they never tried to be like, no, no, or like, you know, they were very like upfront with me. They were like, well, yeah, there is no person that comes down the chimney and leaves the gifts at night and like eats the cookies and stuff. Yeah. But like Santa is more than just that. Yeah. Like Santa is like a spirit and like, and like a feeling and like, mm-hmm. you know, like the idea of it or whatever. And that's very real. And yeah. like, that's kind of what they tried to like keep going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then and then I just remember struggling as I got older because I was around the time like my siblings were already born, but they were babies Mm -hmm. when I found out. So as they got older and started like understanding, my parents definitely wanted to like give them the full experience that like I had had, you know. So like I just remember being like a 10, 12 year old kid having to like grapple with like like you know on christmas morning when we were opening gifts to be like oh yeah santa totally came you yeah. know and like faking it you know for my siblings like yeah. it's just, like so silly but yeah what about you i never had the opportunity to believe in santa <laughs> which is weird to say what my older brother really it's not like he ruined it it was almost like um I, I never even had the chance to believe in it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like yeah, yeah, I already yeah. saw that it was it's a ruse. Like you know, I mean but like like that's the reality that you yeah, grew up in or whatever. Yeah. But Aww. I still liked seeing the act. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I still enjoyed it because I thought it was very fun. Everyone gets excited and everything. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't mind it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll be in on the fun. <laughs> but like, I really didn't believe in Santa or like the Easter bunny. Oh, no. we, I, I never, we don't, re- we never really did that Easter bunny stuff yeah. in my family. Like, you know, we never did like Easter egg hunts yeah. and stuff like that. And I never, so. yeah, I've never done that either, but I did fucking believe in the tooth fairy. <laughs> Me too. I, I did I believe in the totally tooth believed fairy. in the tooth fairy too. Because I got excited when my tooth got loose. I was like, mom, look. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd be, and my mom was cute. Like she would leave some money under yeah. my pillow. And did they ever like forget and have to like backtrack? I I think okay maybe I watched way too much television because I think Tooth Fairy was ruined by TV mm. for sure it was ruined by TV it had to have been that's the one thing that like TV doesn't do a very good job of like yeah. keeping up the mystery of it yeah or let me rephrase that because TV doesn't do a good job of m- keeping the mystery of anything right but yeah. like but um like. TV also doesn't buy into the Tooth Fairy. No. You know, like, like, like TV will buy into the Santa thing and yeah. whatever, but they don't buy into the Tooth Fairy. Unless you're Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Those were literally going to be the next words out of my mouth. It was so funny. Um. Yeah, so now Bratty she's kid. yeah, so now she's all like nah, 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 nah. So of course Eric invited her over for dinner because he has no boundaries and doesn't seem to care about Annie at all. So yeah. invites her over and she comes and she's wearing that fucking snappy thing all yeah. day all through dinner. Like how is she not knocking everything over with her giant tail and like the girth of that thing? How is she not passed out? Yeah, seriously. From the heat. Yeah. And then so she's like trying to like make Ruthie feel better about the fact that like, you know, she is not, I mean, she is a person inside a suit, but mm-hmm. Snappy's more than that. And Snappy's yeah. all about making girl, like kids feel good and da, 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 yep. da. And Ruthie at, at some point just is like also just fed up with her yeah. as is the rest of the family. Yeah. And so it's just like, I'm good now. You can leave. Yeah. <laughs> like it's all gravy. <laughs> That shit was hilarious. I'm like, oh, now she's, she's hustling her out of the house. She's on one in this episode, Ruby. Yep. Like, she's like, she's like, yep, thank you. I feel so good. It's mm-hmm. all good. <laughs> so yeah. then, so then she leaves, whatever. And then, of course, now Eric has to talk to her about the God thing, mm-hmm. which we have a clip. I just want to play it. And then, you know, if we want to talk some more about it, we can. You don't believe in God, huh? kind of gets me right in the heart because God is so real to me. But you can't see God. Well, the wind is real, but you can't see the wind. You know, you can only see the leaves rustling in the trees. Pain is real, but you can't see pain. You can only see tears. Happiness is real, but you can't see happiness. You You can only see the smile on someone's face. Will something bad happen to me if I don't believe in God? Will something good happen to me if I do? I need to know. Oh, so you want to weigh the punishment against the reward and then see which way to go? Yeah, I kind of like that. If believing in God means I get a bunch of good stuff, then I believe it. Or if something bad's going to happen, then I believe it. But if nothing's going to happen, then I really don't know. So... I don't know. This is an interesting 
conversation right Mm -hmm. that they're having I think it's I think it's actually really cool of Eric to level with her Mm -hmm. on this like at this to level with her as like a person in this regard you know what I mean and not just go like yes you do go to bed or you know like just like to actually have a conversation with him or with her and he himself is sort of like struggling with like how to justify his belief maybe or you know I don't I don't want to say prove the existence of God right but Mm -hmm. like help her understand how God like could exist and like why it's worthwhile to believe Mm -hmm. in him Mm -hmm. um I don't know what are your thoughts about that like I don't know (laughs) I I liked her argument like the like the idea that like you can't see him or the idea of like is is something bad gonna happen to me yeah if I don't believe in him Mm -hmm. yeah um and then if nothing's going to happen, then I don't know. Mm-hmm. The I don't know can be awesome, exciting, like, journey, or it can be really downright crazy. Because, um, I don't know, I, I just figured, like, because you can go so many ways with that, you know? Mm-hmm. But, man, for a six-year-old, this yeah. is what you're thinking? Yeah, she's clearly intellectually, like... Like, like she's there, you know what I mean? Like she, she, she's bratty by, for all, like for sure. And she is very much like a six year old in those regards. Mm -hmm. Um, but she is quite wise, you know what I mean? When she wants to be. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I did the, what I liked about Eric's, which wasn't part of the clip that we played, but like right after that kind of thing, um, as Ruthie's like drifting off to sleep because she's tired and she keeps telling people she's tired, but they don't seem to like hear her for some reason. (laughs) Um, But he's like, he basically is like, well, God is real for me because, because like, even though bad and good things have happened to me, like the, the bad things I feel that I can get through because Mm -hmm. I believe in God. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't even know that the good things are good if the bad things didn't happen. Yeah. You know, but then, and then he catches himself because he's like, well, then that brings us back to the good and the bad. Like, well then how do you, you know, what, what is defined that way? Mm -hmm. And how can you say that, that if you didn't believe in him, that the bad things would happen? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it is sort of like a, it's like a philosophical question, right? Yeah. Like there is no right answer no. to that question. No. It's just, it's a good conversation to mm-hmm. have in general with anybody, but especially for a minister who's a fa- an and a father, right? Like yeah. to have with his, his own kid, like his youngest kid, you know, who's like very impressionable and clearly going through some sort of crisis of faith at six years old, you know? Um, like, I I don't know. I kind of liked it. I was like, it was a cool moment to see because it wasn't like I, I don't think it was coming from a place of like we're Christian and this is a Christian yeah. message. This is more just like a conversation about God and like yeah. what what is God? <laughs> you know, this has happened at least twice now. What was the first time with Lucy when she was um, when she wanted to read up about other religions? Mm. Mm-hmm. but see there i felt it was more of like a unilateral like we are christian you believe in no our i God. agree i'm just saying like i find it interesting how eric 
has obviously been part of this story. Oh, right. And how he handled it with Lucy and look how he handled it with Ruthie. Right. With Lucy, he was manipulating the situation. Totally. And with Ruthie, there's a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. There's a definite challenge. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah. It almost makes me wonder if that's a maturity on Eric's part or on the writer's part. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is that like a, like a meta maturity Yeah. or an actual character story arc maturity? Who knows? My gut tells me it's the former Mm. that it's not actual. Like, I don't think Eric's like, I handled Lucy badly. Let me handle this better. Unfortunately, I wish, I wish I could say that that were the case. I don't think that's true. Because we always see him making the same mistakes or like just doing the same thing every time. Yeah. Getting involved in everyone's life, being nosy, knows everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we see him try or at least be really like not wanting to meddle in Matt's business when yeah. that guy's or when when the guy comes to him and asks him to have Matt ask his daughter out to the prom. Yeah. Like he's like markedly like, oh, I don't want to like yeah. and, he, and he's like making excuses like, oh, I think Matt already has a date. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, no, he doesn't. The whole school's talking about how he's the only one that doesn't have a date. Yeah. <laughs> And so Eric's like between a rock and a hard place. And I'm like, oh, so when it's your own kids, you won't meddle. You'll just meddle in random strangers' lives. Like, um, which brings us to Matt, I guess. Yes. Yes, it brings us to Matt. <laughs> uh, this was, I, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was super into this storyline. I okay. don't know what it was. I don't, I mean, I know what it was, but like. I don't know if it's just because I was like in a really good mood watching this episode or if I was like or what. But like I I enjoyed it. It felt like a mini Clueless movie. Like, Uh, Did you get that vibe, especially with that like No Doubt ripoff song Uh that they were playing in Uh the montage of like getting her ready for prom? Right. (laughs) It felt like I was watching like a little like mini movie within the show of this storyline and it was really fun it felt like super late 90s you know like of that genre (laughs) I found it so funny when she was standing in front of the the drapes Uh uh-huh oh and I was like oh you are you gonna sound of music this right right now (laughs) I was like two images uh or like two movies sound of music and gone with the wind Mm mm-hmm I was like okay totally she just like rips it off and runs off with it and I'm sorry Annie, if there's an Annie out there that can make a dress in a couple of hours, get out of here. There's no way. I know, which is ridiculous, but this person should be in fashion world. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Yeah. So listeners out there, if you too can make a dress out of curtains in two hours, be in the fashion world. Yeah, because apparently you'll probably make good money. (laughs) Where did they get the boat like that fuzzy stuff from? Apparently she had it. Yeah, she just had that tucked away in her sewing box, like just in case you need some fuzz ever. Like... Oh, my gosh. So anyway, so Connie's dad asks Eric to ask Matt to ask her out to prom because she doesn't have a date. Mm -hmm. Eric does that. And Matt's like, I don't really want to take her. Yeah. (laughs) Eric's like, why not? And he's like, all right, I'll take her. But you'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Which how how is he going to see? Or like he's like, how was he ever going to know that unless the girls told him when they told him? No, but it was just he goes. But once you figure it out, I don't want to hear a word about it. And no, true. You know. 
but again, I have to think like how how is he ever gonna find out how big if and they how didn't small tell is Glen Oak? <laughs> Seriously, um, because I'm again I'm gonna harp on this. Like if I'm Matt and I'm saying that, like what like what am I thinking? Am I thinking because I'm gonna fuck her and then you'll see? I yeah. told I told you not to make me go out with her because now I'm gonna have <laughs> sex. Like what are you like? What was that? I don't I don't, I don't whatever. But oh, and then when you hear Mary no, and Lucy, of course he's not gonna fuck her because he's such a gentleman and a hot one at that. Oh my god, I'm like really into Matt in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, it's he's such a gentleman. He's I'm into it. He's like he's like a gentleman, but then also like with an like when the, he does that thing. I'm gonna play the clip, so yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. save it for the clip. But like I'm just like damn, man, get it, go, get it. Anyway, so okay, so he pr- approaches Connie at school, sort of awkward little thing. Yeah. But also, I noticed. Have you noticed Matt's really good with girls? Yeah. Like, he's got game. Yeah. Like, for some reason, like, his relationships don't quite work out well for him. But, like, you know, he's not awkward with girls. He's very confident. Like, yeah. like he knows how to, like, talk to them, be funny, and, like, approach them and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's very cool, like, to see that in action, kind of, sort of. Like, and he's a gentleman. Yeah. So, approaches her, asks her out. She's like, I don't have anything to wear, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he's like, I've got a mom and a sister. They got you covered. Just say yes. So finally convinces her. She's like, okay. And he seems like genuinely into it. That's yeah. why, like, that's why this whole time until the reveal of why, yeah. okay, the whole time I was like, I was expecting her to be like some like awkward weirdo or maybe yeah. she's got like some sort of disability or something. I don't know. I was like, my mind went crazy thinking like, what's the deal with Connie? Yeah. <laughs> and, and cause she seems like just like a really nice little girl, you know, like yeah. she doesn't have a mom. Her mom died when she was little and like, a nice little girl I heard it um (laughs) she's like a nice woman you know and like um you know just like just whatever so anyway so Matt so Matt brings her over and Annie gets to work takes her measurements starts sewing the girls are like putting her makeup on and like getting her hair ready trying on a bunch of different shoes which she ends up in like the most 90s sandals of all time (laughs) These like platform chunky, chunky, strappy on the top, no back numbers. (laughs) It's like so gross. Um, But and then in this like dark green, like velour curtain dress that's got Mm -hmm. like these black fuzzies along the top and really like thin little spaghetti straps and her hair looks great. Her Mm -hmm. makeup looks great. Like she looks really, really good. So when she comes down the stairs, Matt's like, whoa, (laughs) like, wow, you look hot. So, and then they, of course, they have to like take their little awkward prom pictures as yes. he's pinning the corsage. And again, this whole time, I'm just like smitten by Matt. Cause like, like you can see the arc in Matt. Like mm-hmm. Matt in the beginning of the episode is like, I'm not going to prom because it's a couple thing. Ew. Yep. Then reluctantly agrees to take Connie because his, his dad asked him to. Yeah. And then is like looking at Connie, like, this is my date. Like, yeah, cool. You know? So then they have a dinner reservation, so they're going to dinner. And then after dinner, it's like prom time. So they're at the school, and like before they go in, um, she like pulls him to the side and like starts like kissing him and stuff, yeah. right? And he's like, he's not not into it, yeah. <laughs> but 
she's like she's like thank you for dinner like I really like that dinner or yeah. whatever and he's like calm down like mm-hmm. we have all night we haven't even gone to prom yet you know yeah. like like you know I get it <laughs> or whatever and she's like oh I'm just like showing you how much I appreciated dinner blah 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 god okay this is where the breakdown happened for me that I want to talk about before I play the clip and the ending of that whole thing she talks about how her dad is like so uptight about yeah. sex that he's never even like had the talk with her before mm-hmm. and he's like really overprotective which makes her want to like rebel and yeah. like go out with guys she could she shouldn't be going out with staying out late having the sex that she's having all these things yeah. that she's doing whatever but then she's like yeah but he's like and he's like never there and like does not talk to me and da 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 so is he aloof or is yeah. he overprotective yeah I don't know. Cause, or am I um, am I wrong, or does she say those things about her dad? Mm, I don't know. I can't even remember that part. But she, I no. Well, I do remember her saying that he. You know what? She just. Mm, that yeah no that doesn't make sense. Because I want to play that. I, play I, I want to play, play it. It's just long, so you it's know, fine. just bear with us, but. He's so overprotective that he's always shielded me from any mention of sex. I know. Ironic, isn't it? I mean, you would think that if someone was so overprotective, then I wouldn't have had the opportunity to get such a bad reputation. The truth is that, you know, his constant watch over me has just made me want to do crazy things. Sneak out of the house, go out with older guys, stay out all night. Basically, whatever I could get away with. He's always so stern and threatening and always telling me that guys just want one thing. I always wanted guys to like me, so why not give them the one thing they want? Have you got a return on that investment? Huh? Have you found a guy who really likes you for that? No offense, but there's a flaw in your philosophy. Look, all guys want to be the pursuer. It's the old hunt-and-gather instinct against a woman's old nurturing instinct. In relationships, there's always a giver and a taker. So why don't you want me to take you? Because I haven't given you anything yet. You've given me this dress. And a very nice corsage. And then there's always that lovely dinner. That's nothing. Make me dig deep. Make me sacrifice. Make me do something difficult. <laughs> like what? I hate to dance. No, 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 seriously, I hate to dance. Make me dance. Okay. Let's go to the prom. What? Sit. Make me be a gentleman, too. Just so I get this straight, you're not completely ruling out. Dancing? No, not ruling it out at all. I'm so in love with Matt. I can't even help it right now. I'm in love. So. Yeah, how is he overprotective and how are you staying out late? No, not just the staying out late part. And it's so unfortunately, the way that I cut the clip, I cut the first part of her sentence where she's talking about how like how, you know, he doesn't really know how to like talk to her and like mm-hmm. be with her because he's not the mom and da, 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 da. But so that makes me feel like they don't have a relationship. Yeah. But then at the same time, in the next breath, she's like, he's always telling me how guys just want one thing and he's overprotective. And it does. So I'm like, I'm like that. That doesn't sound like the same person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if he was aloof, 
then that would make sense. You have free run. You you know, he doesn't know where you are and you do whatever mm-hmm. you do and da da da. But you're saying that he's like really overprotective and like constantly like over like watching over you and stuff, yeah. which means then what? How? Like yeah. it doesn't make sense for me. It doesn't track. But all that being what it is, I really love what Matt says to her, obviously, at yeah. the end of that. Because of it's it's sort of kind of like first of all it's what she needs to hear yes. right um do i love that it's out of the mouth of a man maybe not mm-hmm. but so be it he's a good man and it's coming from a place of like he doesn't want to take advantage of her yeah. and however she needs to learn the lesson of like you don't need to put out for guys to like you yeah then at least she learned that lesson and that's a good thing mm-hmm. right but I feel like the show, again, in the meta sense, right? Yes. I feel like the show has completely ignored, like, women's desire in yeah. all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe she likes to have sex. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she enjoys the acts that she's participating in. Yeah. Whether or not they're coming from a place of, like, she feels like she has to, what if she's enjoying it? Like, does she have to stop because she's never gotten love back like you know what i mean 90s yeah 90s that's it you can't i don't yeah I, I, there's no point in arguing it's the 90s this i feel like that i've heard this shit on repeat in really the 90s. in yeah. other 90s shows too i think so yeah definitely i just it just bugs me because i'm like for a show that is obviously like trying to make a statement with this scene, right? Yeah. Like, like they're trying to show like the flip side of like, you know, yes, this is this is a girl who shouldn't be doing the things she's doing because she's young and is, yeah. you know she's like whatever all this all the implications, right? Mm-hmm. But then and then showing Matt being like the gentleman and like mature and like not just acting yeah. on his impulses and da da da. I feel like you need to have the other side of that conversation too, because I look at her, I look at Connie, right? And this is, I'm now I'm going to get personal about it. Like I look at Connie and I'm like, I was never her in high school. Like Mm -hmm. I was, I wasn't ever having sex in high school, but, but like in my college life or whatever, I had like a series of like encounters with guys that may or may not have been, um, like, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like the way that she describes it, you know, like, like, like I want guys to like me. Me. So whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like there was like a, some of that in there, but it's not like I never enjoyed myself. Yeah. It's not like everything that I did was like, oh, I need to do this because here I am. (laughs) You know what I mean? I had a good time too. (laughs) You know what I mean? And just because I never got a boyfriend out of it, like didn't change anything for me. Yeah. You know? So, like, why why can't she just be empowered too? Like, maybe maybe she can still learn the lesson of like I shouldn't I shouldn't have to put out every time I go out with the guy. Yeah, like still learn that lesson, but also have empowerment in the fact that like you're a woman who's making your own choices. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's because they're under eighteen. Yes. Is that the problem? Yes. Okay. Okay. Never mind. I'll allow the whole thing then. Because Matt's not even 18 yet. Yeah. So. So technically there is no consent and they shouldn't even be having sex. 
Oh no, wait, they're both under 18. Yeah. So, so statutory isn't the issue. Nope. But just generally speaking, they're underage. Yeah. And so that's the problem. Now, when I think about it, I'm, I'm right. always going out with these older guys. And I'm like, oh, what kind of situations have you found yourself in? Right. And okay. Yeah. Because she is young. Yeah. Okay, fine. Never mind. <laughs> Whatever. I'll eat my words, foot in mouth inserted but um, i feel like that's a but this is 90s television you're right i can't help but feel but this was the propaganda at the time but like clueless clueless nailed that conversation wait clueless what the movie or yeah clu- the movie movie movies are only allowed to play with that oh. shit and actually give but you that other 90s conversation too and it was movies <laughs> dude movies are the only thing that can get away with that shit i guess television Hell no. Yeah, you're right. Like, you think about there. all the shows that you watch in the 90s and sex came up. I mean, and all family, of them. <laughs> yeah, but, but here's the thing. Like, when I'm thinking about it in family television shows, like, never in sitcoms, rarely in sitcoms. I but think sitcoms are family television shows. Think Full House, think Family Matters, think... Did Full House touch on... Boy Meets World. Did Full House touch on virginity? Uh, I don't know. I don't think... Probably Paul- with, like, DJ and Steve at some point. Yeah, probably. probably. I don't remember exactly, but I can imagine. I remember Boy Meets World did oh, that. Well, yeah, but they were, but they also we saw them grow fully up, yeah. like yeah. all the way up to I only, kids. I, I remember, like, when it comes to sitcoms, it's Boy Meets World definitely did it. Mm-hmm. Maybe Home Improvement. Oh yeah, you know I can't remember. Yeah, um, not Family Matters. No, never. Yeah. Not Lisa with what's her name's boyfriend. They always made a joke about sex, but never did it imply that they're doing it. Okay. Do you, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There I was get you. no, like, there was no, like, hmm, like they would, there was no, like, ch- conversation about yeah, sex. Okay. That's what it was. All right. Yeah. And I think it was the same with Full House. I don't know if there, or maybe there was. Eh, maybe who cares? there was. But, like, with drama shows, okay. Seventh Heaven, mm-hmm. and then two years later, Dawson's Creek oh, came out. Dawson's Creek was all about that sex. Was, yes, it that was, was about n- sex from the first words of the show yeah. with Joey and Dawson in the it bed was, together. It was basically, like, <laughs> Dawson's Creek was the new version of 90210. Is that how it was, like, pegged or, like, viewed in terms of the, the audience I have and no stuff? idea, but I wasn't old enough for 90210, even though I know what it was about. Yeah. Dawson's Creek, I still wasn't old enough, but... <laughs> I would told like I could sneak away with that. I do remember sort of being on the younger side for Dawson's Creek and thinking like, oh, this is like this is like my grown up show, you know? Like right? I'm like I'm like a teen watching this, yes. you know. <laughs> I still get upset about that ending sometimes. Dawson's Creek? Sometimes. We've talked about Dawson's Creek on this show way more <laughs> than we need to. <laughs> I just don't understand why Joey didn't end up with Dawson when it's about Dawson's Creek, guys. Because Dawson's know, Creek was the meta show within a show that the show ended up being about. I know. Duh. Duh. <laughs> but it's okay. He ended up with, she ended up with Pacey and it was fine. Oh, yeah. She needed to be with Pacey. Yeah, right? That's the love of her life. Yeah. Plus, I think, I, I secretly think that Dawson might be gay. Right. I feel like they never had to say it. They never went there, obviously. But like, but no. Remember when Jack was gay? Girlfriends and stuff. Dude, yes, we've talked about Jack being gay. I know. <laughs> we talk about it every time we talk about Dawson's Creek. Our listeners are like, okay, fast forward. They're talking about Dawson's Creek again. <laughs> it was good. It was good. We should do Dawson's Creek next. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> what would we call that? 
What would our Dawson's Creek podcast be called? <laughs> for heaven's Dawson. No, oh God, no. <laughs> no, for Dawson's sake, a Dawson's Creek podcast. Poor thing. <laughs> oh man i'm gonna oh. i'm gonna patent that right now i'm gonna create the page for that for dawson's sake dawson's sake <laughs> and okay hold on let's go back to the show yeah what happens so matt's hot as fuck no um, <laughs> that scene that part when he when he's like when she's like okay let's go to prom then he like pulls her back and he's yeah. like he's like sit and he like plants one on her and he's mm-hmm. all make me be a gentleman too fuck yeah dude yep Fuck yeah. Oh my god, I'm so all about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matt. So then um so then yeah, so they go to the prom and then they come out of the prom. They're like making out in the school area, whatever, yeah. and like hardcore making out. And then I don't know why they go to the car. Like is it is it like a let's get out of here type of thing or how do they end up in the car? They, I don't think they sh- No, no, they do. Oh, I can't remember. Cuz cuz I know go- she goes back he drops her off. That's all no, I, I know. Remember. But so, so after the prom, we see them like sitting in that little a front area of the school, right? Like making out yeah. and talking about like what a good time they had and how he's not a bad dancer and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then, then I, f- if I remember correctly, he like, they're like, let's get out of here kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So they, and then like the next time we see them is like, they're making out in the car. Yep. And it's like, you know, getting hot and heavy and she stops the action. Yeah. She's like, she's like, okay, like let's slow down. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, like he's totally fine. Like yeah. he's good. He's not pressuring her. He's not pushing it. He's whatever. So she goes, she was like, that's it. You're not going to like yeah. try to, you know, he's like, he's like, you said, no, I'm fine. As long as you're fine, we're fine. Like yeah. it's all good. So, and then, and then this is the part that I really love is like, she goes, well, why don't we like. Like, why don't we, like, keep going and, like, see what happens? Because you know that, like, in the because and this is the part that bugs me because I'm like, if she wants to have sex, mm. then let her have sex. Like, mm. I don't. Why does she need to, like, not have sex just because she, like, learned a lesson today? You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. But it's seventh heaven. Yeah. It's seventh heaven. They're not going to explore that. Yeah, they're At just not. At least not right now. Yeah, At exactly. At least not right now. They're just You're not right. going to. You're right. So she go, he, he goes, I have a better idea. Takes her home. Drops her off like the gentleman that he is. And gives her a chance to try to connect with her dad. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'll make you a cup of tea. We'll talk all about it, whatever. And yeah. like the dad's really happy to bond with his daughter. And Matt did a good thing and likes this girl who I hope we see again because I would hate to like never see Connie again after Which all this. Which does all the Constantly. time. I have something we're never going to see Connie again. God. But, um, and like that's it. And like he ended up having a great night, mm-hmm. you know, and like. Not a bad prom. Not a bad prom at all. Not a bad prom. No, and he got some action. Yeah. Good for him. Good for Matt. You go to college, Matt. Yeah, you, you go to college. <laughs> you go to Tennessee or wherever the fuck you're going. <laughs> did you Did you like our prom? Yeah, well, I wanted to talk about that too. The idea that like prom's a couple thing. Mm. Like, did you have a date to prom? I did, but I was totally set on going alone. Oh, but, but you did have a date? Yeah, but it's so funny. He, he was a friend. We just didn't even care. Like, I pretty much did go alone. Like, he was my date. We took a picture. Yeah. But we didn't hang out. Yeah. 
I was out partying, like dancing, doing my own thing, going from like maybe table to table, saying hi to everybody, that kind of thing. Hell no. Yeah. He wasn't my date. It, at In my eyes, I went alone. Yeah. That's how I feel. I totally went alone too. Yeah. Even junior prom. Junior prom, I had what you had. Like, um, like he was like, like my, my really best friend, uh. but, um, but and we didn't even go together. We just like we just went oh. and then and then we were there like at the same time. And so we were like, well, let's just take a picture together or whatever. But like yeah. it wasn't even like it wasn't even like a real date yeah. set up at all. It was like we just went to prom and then or to junior prom. And like then we just took a picture together. And then it was just like a group hang with all with all the friends or whatever. But yeah, senior prom. I remember we did the whole like limo thing. Mm-hmm. But we were like this big group. And me and my other friend, were like, like two girls, like, were the only ones that didn't have, like, quote-unquote dates or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody else was, like, quote-unquote coupled off. But we were all just, like, this big group of friends. Yeah. So we were all just, like, hanging out together. And we, ha- like, we sat together. We danced yeah. together. Like, we spent the night together, whatever. Like, it was just yeah. super chill. Senior prom was, like, we all had a limo, whatever, got in the limo, went to the party. Yeah. Had a fun time. But I swear I was alone. Like, I didn't have a date. I remember, I I don't know if it was junior or senior prom, because I can't remember sort of what I was wearing and stuff, but, like, I have this really vivid memory, and it was one of the times that I look back on, and I'm like, and I can be really proud and, like, secure in myself that I did that, but it was at one of those events, and I was dateless, obviously, and they were playing um, Lady in Red for, like, you know, dancing, like, for slow dancing or whatever, (laughs) and... So everyone's like everyone who's like coupled off is like on the dance floor. So there's like maybe 10 people like sitting alone on the tables that are dateless or whatever. Yeah. And I just remember, mind you, sober. We weren't drinking. Yeah. I got up by myself in like the corner of our little, you know, place where we were doing the prom. I got up and in the corner started like dancing with myself. (laughs) (laughs) Dancing with myself. Oh, my God. It was so funny. Like, and I remember in that moment going like, I don't even think that people are looking at me, but like not caring, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, really like, just like feeling it. You know? mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I was just like swaying and like, like moving my arms around and just like being a fool. Right. But like having a blast doing it. Mm-hmm. And, it, and to this day, I have like this like visceral memory of like dancing with myself, like to Lady in Red. <laughs> amazing right that's amazing now now i'm too old like now if i try to do that i'm like hyper self-aware mm. like because i've tried to like recreate that moment several times at like weddings or whatever you know and i can't it's not quite the same mm. like i might still do it but the whole time i'm like everyone's looking at me this is insane this is not working like oh my god you know <laughs> i think people should just enjoy like when I think when I think about it, everyone was coupled up. Well, mostly. Yeah, but also our class was super small. Yeah, and we all grew up together, and we all knew each other. And there were an a, a lot of actual couples in yeah, our class. There were there was like like of the sixty people in our class, like twenty of them were couples, probably. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like so, I've been to someone else's prom, like at a different school. Yeah, and I was their date. I've done that. That was a lot of fun, especially because like you don't know anybody yeah really nobody and you're just like okay date I kind of have to lean on you yeah so it was it's different 
Mm-hmm. It, it's a different. Um, I bet. Yeah. When, and it was when fun. you're when you're truly at a prom, like with a date or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like you're engaging. Like you're mm-hmm. gonna. And it's just so funny because I naturally assume we probably weren't really gonna dance because. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't know if I'm going to dance. And I said, okay, no pressure, but I'm totally going to go dance. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And he, and then he got up and he started dancing. I was cool. like, all right, this was, it was such a fun prom. Fun, yeah. But not even at my school. Damn. I know, right? <laughs> Isn't that always the case though? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's designed so that you don't necessarily have the best time at your own prom. Yeah. Like, not that it's designed that way, but I feel like everything works against you mm-hmm. because, you know, you know all these people, all of a sudden you're all like dressed up in formal wear and you're yeah. trying to like act like you're having a night out on the town, but like there's teachers around you and shit. Seriously. You know what I mean? And then and then if you are in a couple, it's like it's like a night with your boyfriend or whatever, but like, again, there's teachers around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like everything like works against you, which is why kids like pregame and like get drunk yeah. and shit nowadays or they get a hotel room afterwards mm-hmm. so they so the real party can begin you know what i mean it's like what's the point even of any of that yeah it's silliness oh prom oh prom oh my god lucy and mary oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i forgot all about them because their story is like so stupid it really is but like basically simon's friend kyle like calls the house and mm-hmm. Mary picks up the phone and he's like um I'm a friend of your brother's and like I have a younger brother and we'd like love to do a double date and so of course Mary and Lucy and the, as their desperate selves are Seriously, they're like dude. oh my god we have dates yeah oh. I was waiting for the handshake thing to happen right Thank god it didn't yeah um and then so when the date happens they open the door it's Simon's friend Kyle and his twin fucking brother <laughs> oh god and they're like they're really creepy twins like they're dressed the same they look like they're like doing the same actions and stuff they're like they're like creepy like the shining twins you Mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. and and then also creepy because they're 12 and are like wanting to go out with mary and lucy like the whole thing is just weird and then of course annie and eric are not letting them off the hook at all like it's like you guys made your bed you you lay in it like you sit with your dates on the couch and and entertain them and like learn your lesson i also like how simon was trying to run away from his dad well he was trying to run away from the conversation yeah like any chance he'd get he was like dodging you know eric's advances what i found really funny is um it's when Mary and Lucy run to the kitchen to go get another slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary looked really hot in that scene. Did you notice? Mm. She looked good, like just like her hair down, yeah. like in sweats. Like yeah. she looked really like casual and cool. You know, well, I was like, ooh, she's really. Pretty. I mean, yeah, obviously we know she's hot, <laughs> but just something about her air in that, like yeah. there was something about her in that particular scene. I was like, oh, and Lucy's lips in the episode, like you know in the scenes prior mm-hmm. like when like when she comes home from school or whatever she had like like that really like nude mm-hmm. lipstick on that was like so 90s yes. or whatever but she looked good i was yeah. like these girls are kind of hot today like <laughs> what's going on <laughs> but yeah i what i found funny was when simon's in the back and behind them mm-hmm. while they're eating pizza and he's just trying to dodge eric mm-hmm. and like you see him basically like hugging the corner of to like to go up the steps. Mm-hmm. But the best part is when the camera zooms in, <laughs> you don't see that wall behind him, but you see him like hurting his neck, trying to hide. Yeah. Like he's to trying like to run out of yeah, there. Cause, cause he was already like facing away right, to like yeah. run. And then, and then Eric calls his name. So he like 
doesn't want to turn his head but like he has to so that like so that he can make eye contact so you can like visibly see him like straining to like not turn but turning i was like where is the wall (laughs) yeah it's really funny. funny poor simon so i mean eventually eric like sits with him and yeah is basically like like listen dude we I get it <laughs> like you know and 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 Simon has such a good point though he's like he's like we talk about sex in this house all day long yeah. I get it I know all about it I did not have to see that win that that movie and like besides I have Matt like so and he knows everything so yeah. I'm good dad and Eric's like well where do you think Matt learned everything <laughs> and I love that Simon is just like unfazed he's like I don't know yeah and walks out like done <laughs> Oh, I like Simon. Uh, yeah, this is this is good, Simon. Yeah. Like, like this, I this is the Simon I like. I don't mm-hmm. like these last few episodes of Simon, like golf Simon and yeah. magic Simon. I'm like, nah. but this is this is the Simon I like. Yeah. Like, where he's kind of a smartass, but he's cute and funny, and like he's got a few one-liners, you know, like all the one-liners. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I miss I've missed this Simon yeah. to be honest, because I feel like I haven't seen it for mm-hmm. a long time now. Like, t- take me back to season one, yeah. episode eight or whatever, or no, four maybe, where, where he wants to know where heaven is. <laughs> God, I <laughs> fucking love that episode so much. I, there's something about him in but that where episode. Where is it? How do you get there? <laughs> so cute. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I think we did it. Yep, we did. All right, you want to write the episode? Uh, yeah. Okay, go for it. I'm actually going to give this a seven. Wow, look at you. Because it, <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. It was just funny. It was, um, even like the filming was a little interesting this time around. Mm. I, I don't know why. I just felt like any shots in particular you can think of or I just kind of liked how you're watching Annie get frustrated with every scene or with every task that she was doing to make this lasagna and oh it, yeah like, like in the like beginning on the phone mm-hmm. and it's speeding up her frustration is speeding up and like that stuff I don't know why I found it funny I like that too I I, I noticed that too like that sort of like montage scene mm-hmm. lots of Annie montages in this episode yes <laughs> yes yeah and I kind of like the shit talking that she did to Eric Mm. that's your third bowl i thought you said you like a little meat on my bones i I lied lied. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you know things like that yeah i'm also i mean i'm giving i'm giving this episode a 7.5 because to be honest with you it gets in a dish so in my mind i was like it's probably a six, but I'm giving it an additional 1.5 mm. strictly for the Matt scene mm. with Connie at the prom. Yeah. Like that scene alone is worth like 1.5 points because I, I just I loved that so much. Like I like the confidence in Matt in this episode. Yeah, I I don't know. I yeah. liked it a lot. I, it was a nice color on him. I really really hope he's not off the show at the end of the season <laughs> like i really hope that they that he's in it even oh. though he's away for college like like he, at least he comes in or i mean yeah if he's not going to be in every episode like i don't want him to like not be on the show yeah. anymore because like i feel like adult matt yeah you know like like full agency like mm-hmm. um like man of his own or whatever matt yeah. is gonna be really kind of cool to watch and see yeah. and like because i think he's great Mm-hmm. And he's clearly proven multiple times over that he's a good guy. Yeah. You know? The fact that the parents are waiting up for him to see if he had sex. Oh, God. 
<laughs> parents will be parents. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So yeah, I'm giving this 7.5. Okay. Cool. Look at us being close to the same page. I know. Closer than we might have ever been, I think. I think. <laughs> um, yeah, so as always, uh, subscribe, rate, review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It takes like two minutes of your time, if that, but it really, really helps us out. And if you like the show, tell a friend about us. Um, we're getting ready to wrap up season two really soon. So if you have any questions, send them in to for heaven's sake show at gmail.com or you can write to us um, or, you know, engage with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at the number for heaven's sake pod and um till next time bye ciao